What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Crime in Hollywood. And this is a fun podcast. This is one of those episodes, and I, I love doing these episodes. I like getting away from so much true crime and just giving you guys some Hollywood news. Some strange stuff, some recent things, literally recent. Like, right before I record these episodes, I, I go through and I, I check what's trending, and, and here we are. Here we are to talk about it. Here we are to have some fun with it and give, give you guys something else other than strictly true crime because, hey man, it's always good to keep things growing, add some different themes. That's fun, right? I don't know. It seems to be doing well. And I appreciate you guys all for listening. It is huge because without the listeners, uh, what are we doing? Without you guys downloading the show, uh, what are we really doing? If it wasn't working, then, you know, we would go back. But of course, you will still receive true crime. Believe me, not only true crime, but actually recent crime, whenever that does take place, and whatever it may be. Who knows, because we know these celebrities have, they have weird lives, right? They do weird things, and weird things happen to them, and one of those weird things that just kind of popped in my head that I was thinking about that bothered me a lot was Anton Yelchin, when Anton Yelchin ended up getting, like, trapped in front of his car in his driveway like oh man that was a travesty and you just wonder like uh, those those weird things those sudden things that happen very bothersome very bothersome and then if you're into conspiracies <laughs> it could be even more bothersome cuz you're like oh well he didn't he didn't actually he didn't that they killed him they were after him you can tell. Look at the signs. There were signs they were trying to kill him. What? That's just a crazy person. But either way, this is Crime in Hollywood, and we're going to be talking about some uh, recent news. Uh, I like calling it uh, Now That's Hollywood, but in general, it is just Hollywood news. So welcome, once again. I'm Patrick Michael. Let's get into some weird, random topics today. Okay, so first up, we most certainly have to mention the Black Mamba. Okay, this is a big deal. The Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant, number 24, number 8, champion, inspiration, hero. I mean, record holder, just a monster of a player. And there is a hashtag going around, hashtag Mamba out, not forgotten. And that's, it's just, that was so crazy. It's still so crazy. It's on everybody's mind. I mean, the entire NBA is reacting just in a, they're all, I've never seen anything like this. I mean, everybody's reacting, not just the NBA, but it's beyond that. I mean, I, I just happened to be scrolling on YouTube before I started recording this episode and I saw something from Shaq saying that uh you know he's he'll do whatever he has to do for Kobe Bryant's kids and it's just man like i said those sudden things those sudden just random things you don't expect to have happen to specific people and then it does and you're like wow the world is so random it is random it's all very random 
And at any point, you know, at any point, it could be any of us, right? So, obviously, this is still, you know, it's a big deal. Everyone's still talking about it. Everyone's still mourning. Everyone's still paying their respects. Uh, from what I've heard, the NBA, the NBA itself, all the teams are going to be retiring the number 24, which that's that's just special. That's fantastic. Uh, and let's not let's not forget, you know, even though Kobe's gone, everybody that shoots a basket into a <laughs> shoots a piece of paper into a waste basket is still gonna say Kobe. It's just gonna, I mean, even even playing on the playground, you're still gonna be shooting around saying Kobe. That's just what it is. That's how how deep his impact on us was, and still continues to be. And let's not forget, like I said, Kobe was. And easily is still considered the the scariest one to ever get on that court in the fourth quarter. The biggest threat in the fourth quarter. The scariest guy. As soon as he, if Kobe got hot, oh, it was over with. It was over with. You could try to triple team him. You could do whatever you wanted to try to stop that man. But guess what? He's still gonna get them two points, no matter what it takes. He has the second highest scoring. In any single game. With 81 points. Yeah. Obviously. It is kind of crazy when you think about his career. And the fact that he didn't ever. Break that 100 point record. Because it seemed like if anybody was going to. It was going to be him. Because for a long time. Kobe ran the Lakers. He was the only threat. Throughout the entire game. But when it came down to clutch. Being clutch. Finishing the game. Oh, he was the guy. He was the guy for sure. Always intimidating on the court. Everybody was afraid to guard him. And even if you were a good defender, he would still figure you out, figure you out to the point where he could score on you at will. He was scary good from day one. And let's 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 remember. He came in at seventeen. He came in at 17. He came in at a time where he could come in to the NBA as a professional right out of high school. And yeah, he wasn't the only one that did this. But he most certainly has the highest accolades of any of them by far. I mean, just to be a champion in itself is great. But to have scoring titles and steals and just everything that he has he's the that's way better than anybody else has done that's came right out of high school i mean kevin garnett came out of high school i believe amari stoudemire right out of high school like come on no one i mean even though they have done that no one has done it the way the mamba has he inspired a lot of kids to even start playing basketball he was honestly the Michael Jordan of my era, without question. Because I didn't start even paying attention to basketball until, like, it was right before. I if I if I'm gonna put a timeline timeline on it with somebody who else was easily the best guards at that point were Tracy McGrady, Vince Carter, Kobe Bryant, and. Let's see, there's there's probably a couple other ones, I think. Allen Iverson. There was a, all of those guys were putting up 
26, 27 points a game. But Kobe was doing it differently. <laughs> he just was different. And then when you get Shaq over there, oh boy. And then Phil Jackson as the coach, he just recreated the championship bulls. And it worked. It worked for a long time. I used to practice on my own court as Kobe playing with Shaq. Or you'd have just that one tall friend <laughs> that didn't even like basketball. But you'd have him play and just stand by the rim. Here you go, man. Dump it in there. But yeah, hashtag Mamba out, not forgotten. Alright, so I don't want to feel like one of those people that can't talk about something because they haven't heard it yet. But I want to... I have not heard this. But I have a particular thoughts. <laughs> and uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne, however you want to say it, he has recently released a new album. And it's called Funeral, I believe. Funeral. <clears throat> I've seen different posts where people said Burial or something. Maybe that's one of the songs. But I have not heard this. And that's because I'm too busy listening to Eminem's new album and Mac Miller. So, But yeah, eventually I will be getting to this because here's the whole thing. I was a big Wayne fan when he was doing all those mixtapes. He was remixing popular songs and fucking crushing them. To the point where you forgot about the original song. Some of the best Lil Wayne songs were songs where he was featuring. It wasn't even his song. He just happened to have a verse. Some of the best I've ever heard. So, when it comes to entire albums, it's a rare occurrence where the entire album is good. I'm not saying he doesn't have that quality. And he, it has happened. But most of that has been the Carters. So I can only hope that he's kind of got back to his his roots. Because Lil Wayne has some fucking bars. Legit bars. And even people that weren't a fan of hip-hop came over and were like, Yeah, this dude gets it. He knows what to say. And everybody understood. But here's where I kind of fell off. Pretty much once... Uh, Birdman and Lil Wayne started beefing I was like I'm, I'm fine this is I'm good like I'll, I'll listen to somebody else because it just got cheesy it made Birdman look super weird as if he wasn't already weird all in the music videos and shit just like P. Diddy back in the day just standing there and then he makes a fucking weird verse has to put it in the song cause he's the guy Nobody can tell him it sounds ridiculous. He just rubs his hands together like he's got a fucking magic lamp in his hands. Like a genie is about to come out. He's going to make three wishes. He's probably sold his soul, but I don't think it was to a genie. But who knows? When, when something starts trending on social media, you got to know that there's some validity to it. 
whether it's good or bad, people have taken an interest, and that's why I have to say, I gotta listen to the album. I gotta see what's going on. What is Wayne talking about? Who does he? Because the reason that I really find these albums interesting is when they have artists that feature. Because a lot of times there's there are artists you really enjoy, or artists you never heard of. But when you hear them on, on their track, you're like, oh shit, that's why that's why they featured, because they're good. And sometimes you're like, oh, oh, this person is garbage, and you never hear from them again. Corey Guns. <laughs> and that's that's not a shot at Corey Guns. It's just the fact that he, he fucking killed it. And uh, I don't even remember what song it was. Either way, he was on that song with Lil Wayne, and he did a great job, and then... Some of the guys from Young Money were saying Corey Guns is the next guy, but then he, where'd he go? I think I saw something on YouTube. He was rapping on somebody's uh, like radio show. It's like I thought you were gonna be the next artist. No, okay, good. And has Rick Ross lost weight? I know he's not like Young Money, but he's like affiliated. And the last couple times I've seen him, he looks thin. It's like, hey man, you, you're not a big guy in general. All you had was like, you look like a CO. <laughs> and now you're losing weight, so where's the, where's the big boss man coming in? It's just going to be like boss man, I guess, or just boss. So they call him just Rick. <laughs> hey Rick or Richard Okay guys In all transparency Some of the stuff we talk about here I just want to talk about because it's trending And I have something I have a good point And I'll be honest I don't really care about Logan Paul or Jake Paul Never had any interest in them. Never seen anything they've done. But you hear about them. It's not hard to know who they are. They do YouTube videos. But here's the thing. Jake Paul and Logan Paul have now found themselves boxing. And my whole thing here is it's a little weird (laughs) you would choose to wait till you're already making a bunch of money Filming video, filming videos of yourself to go into a boxing ring and get punched in the head for easily less money. Because you got to understand, they're definitely making more money <laughs> doing videos than they are going into the fucking boxing ring and getting punched. Because in reality, anybody could be a boxer, but it is a lot harder. To be a successful person putting videos out of themselves. Especially to the level these guys are. They're making millions of dollars, I'm sure. If they're not constantly making millions, they're already millionaires. Guaranteed. So you have to wonder why... Like, what a weird publicity stunt. To be like, hey man, (laughs) I make... I'm in good shape. I make fucking videos, selfie videos... And I make great money at it. Now I think it's time to get punched in the fucking head. (laughs) Like, that doesn't make any sense. 
because most fighters become fighters because they were janitors first. They weren't doing well. They needed to do something else that could give them a lot of money quickly. They weren't doing this before. Like, I think Conor McGregor was like a plumber or some shit. And he's like, oh, I can go fight? Fantastic. Much better. Sounds great. Way better than fucking plumbing. Now, if he was plumbing and also making, I don't know, thousands of dollars every time he puts up a new video on some platform, would he decide to get into an octagon? Yeah, maybe if he loved the sport. But also, if he's making millions of dollars, an insurmountable amount of money every time you drop a video of yourself, and and you decide I'm gonna I'm just gonna go fight. I think fighting is a good turnaround. How is that better? That's all I'm saying. How is this better? I mean, you just you have to look at the you have to accept the fact that they're probably just fucking bored. They just hit each other up like, "Hey, man, that fucking Logan Paul KSI. Hey, man, my brother's fight did pretty well both times. Let's say we get in there and punch each other in the fucking head. It doesn't make sense. If you're already making like the job you're doing already before boxing." is much better than the job you're doing now that you're going into boxing. Like I said, most people that get into fighting, at least at least in the beginning of it, they weren't already doing well. It was like a last a, a last ditch effort to make a bunch of money to feed their family. So they were like, "Yeah, I guess I can fight. I'm in decent shape. I get it. Let's see how much money I can make every time I fight." They weren't doing well. This this doesn't make any sense. It's very weird. And this is what I mean. Like, I, I so obviously don't care. But that's the only thing I have to acknowledge is why do it if you're already doing well? Because, especially now that we know about CTE, <laughs> like, you're like, damn, uh, what? What? I can get punched in the head for, like, some money? But I could just like sit here and make a video though. Like I could just make like one video and there's like probably more money. No. No, no, get punched. I I don't know. I mean, like we could like do like a pretend punch video. Like I could just I could like do that right here. That'd be fine. No, no, I don't want to do it. All right, I guess I'll do it. Like what the hell was? I don't know. It seems like there's something else you could have done instead of like, oh, we're going to box. Like, let's just arm wrestle or something. Film it. <laughs> I don't understand this. It's like, hey, man, I got really popular uh, as a chef, but I would like to compete in sword fighting. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's not what you're good at. You're already making a bunch of money doing the one thing where there's no reason to transition into combat other than sheer boredom. Because you're not going to get more money. You're probably not going to get more views. Like, I mean, maybe more international views? Pr- probably. But 
I mean, is it is it really worth getting getting in a fight? I mean, you are fighting. It's two YouTube people, so you are. I mean, but they're in great shape. They could probably throw some pretty hard punches. Well, I'll be honest, guys. I feel like the last, I don't know, the last little bit of this episode is going to be quite annoying. It's honestly shit that I don't even want to mention. But I'm gonna. Because it's out there. People are talking about it. I feel like I gotta talk about it. And it's definitely nothing that has my interest at all. And I hate that it's even a thing. Because the first one that came out, it was Beyonce. And they were like, oh, Beyonce's first film. Like, yeah, it's a documentary about yourself. <laughs> so, not that fucking, not a great directorial debut. And I never watched it. I was so annoyed that it was even a thing. And now Taylor Swift has one? It's like, oh, cool, just one other thing I'm not going to fucking watch. Like, hey, man, hit us with another true crime. Okay, Netflix? There's plenty of those out there. You could even redo some shitty ones. I don't need to know about Taylor Swift, okay? I don't need to know about Justin Bieber or Beyonce. And I can guarantee you, it's probably in my fucking top picks right now. Like, hey, we think you would like to watch this Taylor Swift. Why? Because I've watched documentaries before? And <laughs> now you think I want to watch Taylor Swift? I'm fine. It's fine. I'm good. I mean, give us a good, give us something that everybody will enjoy. Not just 16-year-old girls, okay? Give me a Michael J. Fox documentary. Huh? What? Maybe? Can we? Fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Do you like a lot of muscles and fucking explosions? Well, you know what? That's what we're going to talk about right now because... Fast and the Furious 9 has made its way. It's coming. Are you ready? Are you strapped in? And here's the whole crazy thing for me, of course. Uh, probably a lot of us think this way. It's like, guys, hey, uh, didn't we just do Hobbs and Shaw? And not a single one of these characters were involved in that. And now we're doing this movie and not a single one of Hobbs and Shaw characters. It's just weird. Like, aren't they on the same timeline? I don't understand. I don't know. Is there no connection? Is it? It's fucked up. It, it's bothersome. I'm sorry for cursing. Am I? I don't. Doesn't matter. But anyways, uh, for sure the, the explosions are there. The high octane is there. And John Cena is there. So, <laughs> you know it's going to be good. I'm surprised the WWE hasn't put their stamp on these fucking movies. They're pretty much just taking, they're building their cast from popular wrestlers. So, why not? Why not? I mean, sure, The Rock is phenomenal now. But isn't he, like, the best one? Because here, I, I ended up watching the trailer for Fast and the Furious 9. And as soon as the movie starts, 
it's obvious John Cena is playing Dom's brother. Vin Diesel's brother. And the worst part is he has the most absurd scowl on his face. Just a disgusting grimace the whole time. And you're like, man, that's the worst face you make. That is the weirdest face. I've, I, you gotta stop doing that. We don't need, you don't gotta do that. Just look regular. And he's like, I, I am. This, this is normal. This is normal as shit. This is, this is normal as it gets right here. I'm like, no, no, you're like, you're totally doing something else. That's like a weird face. You're doing a face. Like, I don't know what the, no, this is, uh, this is completely, this is how I relax. My face is normal and nothing's happening. Like, nope, something's happening. Something's happening and it's weird. You're gonna have to stop. But honestly, it is. It is a. Fu- it is so strange. I don't, I don't. He just. I don't know. He looks like one of the Mighty Duck characters or something. The cartoon. It's very weird. Like he's like. Uh, this. This is exactly how. This is exactly what Vin Diesel looks like. This is what he does. <laughs> he's like I was. Pra- I was practicing it. Was totally practicing it, and this is his relaxed face, and this is what his mind should do, and this is this is great A acting. They're gonna love it. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're doing a face, man. All right, fuck it, let's get him in there. He already practiced the stunts. Let's go. It's hor- horrendous. But hey, I didn't expect to enjoy Hobbs and Shaw as much as I did because. The comedy was good. The lines against each other, the shit talking was really fun. But can we guarantee the same thing from the Fast and the Furious cast? I mean, they're not, none of them are really known for their uh, comedic timing. <laughs> I can't see there being very many great jokes. But neither is Jason Statham or The Rock. So, we'll see. We will see. Because I like them. They're the type of movies you just watch because it's a fun thing to just put on the TV. Hey, let's see how they can make this explode. And let's be honest, the trailer, there's some. it's a fucking long-ass trailer. It's like three and a half minutes. But you learn a lot. You find out a lot. Some awesome uh, trick shots with cars, if that makes sense. Check it out, guys. You know, you know you're going to check it out. You know, it is super weird when you think about how many people make fun of those movies. Only to find out they can somehow keep making them. Like, how would that be possible if they weren't doing well? Or people weren't watching them? And speaking of watching things, uh, it has been recently uh, told that Owen Wilson has been cast in the Loki series. For Disney Plus. Now Disney Plus is a new streaming app. You get a lot of original series. I've never figured out how to say how to say that. Sarai, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of them, and it, there's going to be. I, I shall. I should say that. On top of the ones that that, that have already been in, in existence through Disney, there's more coming, and one of those is apparently Loki. So, of course, I'm curious. I, I, I can't wait to watch it. And now knowing that Owen Wilson is going to be a part of it, 
very intriguing. Because I like him. And it also means there's going to be a comedy element. He's not the funniest guy. Not the greatest actor. But it does mean that there's going to be other good people. They got him on board. It's a good selling point. Like, hey man, do you want to jump in this low-key series? We got Owen Wilson. Oh, can I? Let's do it. But also, uh, the production for The Mandalorian can only mean that the low-key series is going to be pretty fucking good. And for me, that's just saying Disney is becoming more for adults. They're putting together some stuff that mostly adults will enjoy. I mean, The Mandalorian, was that a kid's show? It could be. There's a baby Yoda. But is it for children? It's bounty hunters. I mean, they're not exactly the nicest guys. Right? I don't even know what I'm saying. Point is, there's going to be a low-key series. What other stuff are they going to come up with? What other Sarai (laughs) can we expect? I mean, the Star Wars is already phenomenal. And going with Loki is very interesting. But maybe like, uh, you know, who's good? Who do we like? The Hulk, always interesting. There was already a series before. So I wouldn't mind seeing somebody reprise that. I guess I've heard something about Home Alone. I don't know. Don't, don't, you get it. But, uh, yeah, this, this is kind of where I wanted to end the episode anyways. I had a lot of fun talking about all these random topics. I'm having a lot of fun with the new format for these type of episodes, you guys. True crime will always be the mainstay. But here's the thing. To keep giving you content, to keep bringing you things, why not? Switch it up every now and again and get stuff like this. And I can have a lot more fun with it. Uh, it doesn't take as much research or time. And uh, what what are we talking about with time? Is it real? I don't know. Uh, this is crime in Hollywood. And that's been some Hollywood news. Recent news. I've been your host, Patrick Michael. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. We love you. Thanks for uh, being a part of it. Until next time, guys. Good night.